Welcome to an explanation of the faith as it accompanies Luther's small catechism. The close of the commandments. What does God say about all these commandments? He says, I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of the fathers to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. Exodus 20 verses 5 and 6. What does this mean? God threatens to punish all who break these commandments. Therefore, we should fear his wrath and not do anything against them. But he promises grace and every blessing to all who keep these commandments. Therefore, we should also love and trust in him and gladly do what he commands. God here shows how intensely he wants us to cling to him alone. Do people think that God cares about the way they live? Why or why not? Read Deuteronomy 30 verses 1 through 10. Why is God making these threats and promises? As Christians, we confess that God jealously guards his commandments, so that all within his creation may prosper. How do God's threats and promises shape the way I view him and his actions? Question 93. Why does God describe himself as a jealous God? God refuses to share us with other gods. Isaiah 42.8. I am the Lord. That is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carved idols. Exodus 19, verses 5 and 6. Now therefore, if you will indeed obey my voice and keep my covenant, you shall be my treasured possession among all peoples, for all the earth is mine, and you shall be to me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words that you shall speak to the people of Israel. Read Ezekiel 6, 9 and 18, 20 to 21. Question 94. What moves God to punish or bless? A. Disobedience provokes God to righteous anger and to punish sin. This is God's alien work. Judges 2, 11 and 12. And the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord, and served the Baals. And they abandoned the Lord, the God of their fathers, who had brought them out of the land of Egypt. They went after other gods, from among the gods of the people who were around them, and bowed down to them and they provoked the Lord to anger. Read 2 Chronicles 36, 17-21, and Jeremiah eleven seventeen. b. God's undeserved loving-kindness, His grace, moves Him to forgive and bless us for the sake of Christ. This is God's proper work. Deuteronomy 7, 7 and 8. It was not because you were more in number than any other people that the Lord set His love on you and chose you, for you were the fewest of all peoples. But it is because the Lord loves you and is keeping the oath that he swore to your fathers. Isaiah 54, 7 and 8 For a brief moment I deserted you, but with great compassion I will gather you. In overflowing anger for a moment I hid my face from you, but with everlasting love I will have compassion on you, says the Lord, your Redeemer. Read Exodus 34, 6 and 7. Psalm 30, verse 5 Lamentations 3, 22 and 23, and 31 to 33, and 1 John 4, 8 through 10. Question 95. What is our proper response to God's warning and promises? A. We should reject all other gods. 1 Samuel 7, 3. If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Ashtaroth from among you, and direct your heart to the Lord and serve him only. B. We should turn to God in repentance, 
trusting in his mercy for the sake of Jesus Christ our Lord. Isaiah 55, 6 and 7 Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord, that he may have compassion on him, and to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. See, we should eagerly seek to know God's will, and gladly do what he commands. Psalm 119, verse 2. Blessed are those who keep his testimonies, who seek him with their whole heart. Romans 7.22 For I delight in the law of God, in my inner being. Read Psalm 119 verse 9, Psalm 40 verse 8, Romans 12 verse 1, Ecclesiastes 12.13 and 14, and 1 John 4.9. Question 96. How does God carry out his punishments and blessings in this life? God punishes by A. Subjecting us to the difficulties of earthly life in a fallen world. Genesis 3, 17-19 To Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded you, you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In pain you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you shall eat bread, till you return to the ground. For out of it you are taken, for you are dust and to dust you shall return. Read Leviticus 26, 18-20, Jeremiah 12, 4, and Romans 8, 18-23. B. Authorizing parents and other authorities to discipline us when we have done wrong. Romans 13, 1 and 2. Let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, Whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will incur judgment. Read Proverbs 13.24 and 2 Chronicles 36.17-21. Note, in the Old Testament, God often used foreign powers to punish Israel. See 2 Kings 25.1. C. Handing us over to our self-destructive habits and their consequences. Romans 1, 24, 25, and verse 28. Therefore God gave them up in the lusts of their hearts to impurity, to the dishonoring of their bodies among themselves, because they exchanged the truth of God for a lie, and worshipped and served the creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind to do what ought not to be done. God fulfills his promises by a. Blessing the earth. Good weather, plentiful harvests. Psalm 85.12 Yes, the Lord will give what is good, and our land will yield its increase. Read Genesis 1, 11 and 12, verses 19 and 13, and Psalm 65. Also Psalm 67, verse 6. b. Giving us parents and other authorities for the support of life. 2 Corinthians 12.14 For children are not obligated to save up for their parents, but parents for their children. Read Genesis 48.15, Psalm 78 verses 4 to 7, Psalm 103 verses 13 and 19, and 1 Timothy 5.8. C. Blessing us with health, talents, work, family, and possessions. Daniel 1 verse 17. As for these four use, God gave them learning and skill in all literature and wisdom, 
and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. 1 Peter 4.10 As each of us has received a gift, use it to serve one another as good stewards of God's very grace. Every blessing of God flows from the fact that He has sent us a Savior from sin. In Him, all God's promises are fulfilled. Luke 24.44 Then He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you that everything written about me in the Law of Moses and the Prophets and the Psalms must be fulfilled. Romans 4.13 For the promise to Abraham and his offspring, that he would be the heir of the world, did not come through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Galatians 3.22 But the Scripture imprisoned everything under sin, so that the promise by faith in Jesus Christ might be given to those who believe. Question 97. Does this mean that when we live in a certain way, things will always go the way we want? No. Even Jesus, who lived a perfect life, suffered horribly. Therefore, we cling to God's promises and continue to seek to live obediently, even in the face of trouble and difficulty, rather than seeking assurance of God's love and blessing in outward, visible signs and manifestations. Believers will also experience trouble, and suffering may result from their obedience. Habakkuk 3, verses 17 and 18 Though the fig tree should not blossom, nor fruit be on the vines, the produce of the olive fail, and the fields yield no food, the flock be cut off from the fold, and there be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord, I will take joy in the God of my salvation. John sixteen thirty-three. Jesus said, I have said these things to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have tribulation, but take heart, I have overcome the world. 1 Corinthians 10.13 No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation he will also provide the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. Read in John 21, verses 18-24, to 24, about the need to suffer for the sake of the gospel, and in Romans 5, verses 1-5, to 5, about God's use of suffering for His good purposes. Question 98. What, ultimately, does God threaten against those who hate Him and break His commandments? Ultimately, God threatens those who break His commandments not only with earthly punishments, but also with physical death and eternal damnation in hell. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Matthew 25, verses 41-43, Then he, the king, will say to those on his left, Depart from me, you cursed, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me no drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not clothe me. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Question 99. Why does God warn children whose fathers hate Him and sin against Him? God warns the children of such rebellious parents so that they will not imitate their parents in hating and disobeying God, but will instead love God and keep His commands. Psalm 106 verse 6. Both we and our fathers have sinned. We have committed iniquity. We have done wickedness. Ezekiel 18 verse 20. The soul who sins shall die. The son shall not suffer for the iniquity of the father, nor the father suffer for the iniquity of the son. 
The righteousness of the righteous shall be upon himself, and the wickedness of the wicked shall be upon himself. Question 100. How carefully does God want us to keep his commandments? God wants us to keep his commandments perfectly, in thoughts, words, and deeds. Matthew 5.48. You therefore must be perfect, as your heavenly Father is perfect. James 2.10. For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become guilty of all of it. Question 101. Can anyone then be saved by keeping God's commandments? No. God's holy law condemns everyone, for we are all disobedient. Psalm 14, verse 3. They have all turned aside. Together they have become corrupt. There is none who does good, not even one. Ecclesiastes 7.20 Surely there is not a righteous man on earth who does good and never sins. Romans 3.23 For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. 1 John 1.8 If we say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. Read also Isaiah 64, verse 6, and Galatians 3, 10 and 11. Question 102. Where alone can we sinners find rescue from the condemnation of God? Because of God's merciful kindness, He sent His only begotten Son, Jesus, to rescue us from our sin and the condemnation we deserved. As our substitute, Jesus kept God's holy law perfectly, suffered, died, and rose again for us. Therefore, in our crucified and risen Lord Jesus, we are freed from the guilt, the punishment, and the power of sin, and we are saved eternally. John 3.16 For God so loved the world, that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Romans 5.19 For as by the one man's disobedience, the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. Galatians 3, verse 13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law by becoming a curse for us, for it is written, Cursed is anyone who is hanged on a tree. Read also Romans 8, verses 1 and 2, and Colossians 1, verses 13 and 14. Thank you for listening to The Explanation of Our Christian Faith as found in Luther's Small Catechism, brought to you by St. Luke's Lutheran Church in Oviedo, Florida. This podcast is from Luther's Small Catechism with Explanation, copyright 1986-2017, copyright 1986 Concordia Publishing House. Used with permission, all rights reserved. Purchase a print copy of Luther's Small Catechism with Explanation. Please contact CPH at 800-325-3040 or visit them at cph.org.